0: You suck, Chris.
1: Are you ready for some meatballs? It is time to talk bears. So, with me again, as always, to talk bears is Mark Jansen. How you doing, my friend?
0: I'm good. Merry Bearsmas to you, my bears-mas. friend. Bearsmas. That's right have a very merry christmas i don't know which is better but hey they're winning the bears don't well they might still suck but they don't suck to watch right now and uh yeah it's christmas week how could you not be happy
1: christmas week when we remember dick uh, born in a manger my friend hollis deck the hollis
0: (laughs) art the bear old
1: angels sing deck the hollis (laughs) yeah so uh four weeks now of mitch and the bears are averaging 30.2 or something like that points per game they've gone from the 32nd ranked red zone offense Mm -hmm. to the 18th ranked red zone offense in four Mm -hmm. weeks Mm -hmm. so
0: uh yards per carry went from 31st to 17th up almost a whole yard this comes from my cousin Yards per pass went from 30th to 27th, so that's not that big of a gain. But Mitch is playing much better. But it's this story really is designing the offense around the players they have. Finally. Finally. And the running game and that new look line. How about red zone efficiency? You want that one? Yes, please. From 30th to 18th. That's pretty darn good. That's a pretty crazy jump. In Correspondingly, four weeks- the defense has gone from yards per pass eighth to fourteenth. From third down percentage, first to seventh. So it's unfortunately gone both ways for the Bears. I can't remember if I said this in
1: our post game show or not, but I actually saw
0: fans on Twitter saying,
1: Well, the defense bailed out Mitch. Like, what? What? Were you watching the game? Or are you just, I, I don't know how you get that. How do you get that
0: from watching? That game sunday. Bears mentality. Because Mitch, if that's true, Mitch bailed the defense out for, I don't know, 58 minutes or something then. Or really, David Montgomery.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Bailed everybody out. I, yeah, it's just
1: people are dumb. That's I mean, you're, it you're averaging 30 points a game in the last four games,
0: and you're two and two. Look, so, <laughs> so the defense has been a problem. Right. It's a terrible throw. I, don't, I know it, it was to Robinson. We figured all that out after I think we'd already talked. He said it was to Robinson. It was a bad throw. Mm-hmm. It's a bad route design. It's a bad throw. It drives me nuts that there was no play action built into it once you go empty backfield. That was dumb. You could have talked me into running the ball there as well as they'd ran as well. Uh, but it was an egregious play all around. And Mitch gets a big fat F for that throw. Correct. And otherwise, great game. Right.
1: But so I don't are, know what
0: people want. I mean, Mitch, Mitch is playing as good a QB as we've seen around here in a long time. Yeah. And people are Nobody trying to, to say that for some reason. But it's right. True. Or diminish it
1: by saying, well, you know, he's doing, uh, you know, cutting the field in half. And uh, Like, so
0: what? So I mean, if you look around what? the league, any team running the Shanahan, Kubiak uh, stuff, Like the Browns, the Cardinals, the Niners, the Vikings actually do it too, are doing stuff like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Vikings don't have a mobile QB, but they still do a lot of the same kind of running game. Mm -hmm. And I saw somebody had tweeted, I think it was um, – what's his name? He's at the Athletic now. Anyway, um, that that there's two ways to really build a functional offense now, have a terrific quarterback or do the Kubiak-Shanahan style run game.
1: Yeah.
0: Robert Mays and Olin Krutz had had liked it or whatever. That's where it was. Oh, okay. And so the Bears are actually doing that stuff, much to the chagrin of their head coach, I guess. But, (laughs) you know, it's working. And I don't know why people can't just enjoy it. Uh, I know for the long term, that's a lot of what's on everybody's minds, and it's certainly of concern of mine. Where do you come down now on a couple of the key figures around here, namely... Matt Nagy, and Mitch Trubisky, and then maybe we'll do Ryan Pace after that.
1: Well, from the get-go, I've felt that uh, Nagy has been the biggest issue, and that hasn't changed. In fact, I think the recent success of the team moving the ball better, having a more balanced attack, and scoring more points with a different play caller only reinforces that belief. And actually catered actually catering to what mitch can do so and then you're looking at players that are uh, producing more and more you've got uh well comet was on the field for 100 percent of the snaps didn't do much but didn't, he well he's run blocking
0: very well he is and yeah he didn't get many throws he's got some nice flashes in other games tight ends never start strong in the league like true right. even the amazing ones but clear,
1: they finally realized that, yeah, he's probably the best all-around tight end on the team, which, like, okay, good. That's what you want from a second-round pick, right, in his first year. That's that's good. And then you got Darnell Mooney, fifth-round receiver, doing what he's doing, setting Bears receiving records for rookies, which, you know, isn't, like, you know, it's the tallest midget award. <laughs> but still, yeah. these are Ryan Pace picks uh, doing Executive director time. of late-round drafting. That's right. <laughs> Make it happen. So my ordering still goes, I would, well, I don't know who still, I'm not sure, still not sure who needs to stay, who needs to go, but I still feel like Nagy is public enemy number one still when it comes to the Bears, because Pace is at least has some successes to show, you know, for what his for what he's done. And Nagy's big,
0: biggest successes are getting out of the way. Okay, to be devil's advocate, though, for the Do conversation's it. purpose. Because I still think a clean slate would be perfectly fine. Um, Does not Naga get some credit for having the humility, albeit later than we'd like, to step back to fire himself as the play caller? Isn't he doing a better job managing the game in front of him now that he's not busy yeah. obsessing over the plays? Absolutely. What have he learned moving forward? Could he? Would he? I don't know. I was talking to my cousin about this Sunday, and that was my conclusion was this all begins and ends for me with has he actually learned and will he retain the lesson into next year?
1: Mm-hmm. And that I don't, or repeat. is he
0: going to regress back to running his offense with his QB and then stinking again? And I don't know how we could answer that right now, but I know if, if we can bring back this style offense and this QB on a one or two year deal, you know, nothing big, nothing breaking the bank that's the best plan the bears have available to them at the moment. Cause they're going to be drafting in the high teens. You know, they're going to be 16 to 18 or whatever, probably now. And you're not getting one of the top four QBs in that spot. And they don't really have the resources to make a big trade up. So we're just going right back to not having any firsts forever. So it's crazy to think that the best option for 21 might be Mitch's back and Nagy continues to let Bill laser and Mitch do their thing. How many games does this team win if this has been their offense all along? Just assume there's no fluke, you know, Saints shoulder injury for Mitch. Um, That's my point. Two? I don't know. Two more? Two more? Three more? Maybe. Even one more, and they're in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, the Lions game looms so large <laughs> in this calculus. But I, that's just my point. I. I don't know what to think anymore, and I used to always pick on the score guys for changing their minds every week, which is always <laughs> hilarious. But the Bears have done this to us. That's true. There have been three different Bears teams this year. There's the 5-1, yeah. and one, pretty lucky but very resilient Bears team. With a solid team. Six games, st- losing streak Bears team, characterized mostly by Nick Foles and an anemic offense. And now there's the reinvented Bears defense, characterized by a commitment to the run and good quarterback play. And there Bear was this all along. Yeah. And the only thing that those teams have in common yes. throughout is they were very resilient throughout.
1: Which maybe you Which do is a say credit that to hit Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. I guess I, my point now is I'm, I'm hesitant to make these huge changes unless I know who's picking the successors. They get it wrong so much that I guess I'm to where now it's like, well, you could do a lot worse than Matt Nagy. And they've done a lot worse than Nagy in the past. Like, oh, I don't know, the last two head coaches. And they've done worse than Trubisky. Yeah, it's like I'm not setting a Super Bowl standard, though, unless Nagy's learned. And I think either way, he's got to get a much better, new-minded defensive coordinator in here yeah it's amazing how that has shifted to being my biggest disappointment i think it is perfectly fair to expect much better of this defense
1: well and it's so frustrating too when you look up and you see oh there's mac in coverage
0: again why i think there's a i think there's a real chance they do that pagano's gone as the scapegoat Nagy learned look at the production the last six weeks we're gonna run it back kind of thing i could totally see them saying that and as much as that'll infuriate people. I could see why that might be the best thing for one year, but I want two things to happen. I well, three, really. I want a football czar in charge, not Phillips. And this guy can say, I'm giving them a year to evaluate. Like they do Mm -hmm. that in, in, in different places at times, but I'm talking a guy who answers to nobody. He's just paid by the owners. That's it. And then he can do as he likes with the GM and the coach moving forward. And I want a drafted QB somewhere in the first couple rounds just because it's time to just start drafting QBs every year. Mm -hmm. You said you would, you didn't do it. By the way, I think Mitch is the myths on Mitch coupled with the lack of drafting QBs is basically a fireable offense on pace, even though he's done more good than Nagy in other ways. Um, But a lot of his signings have been misses. So I could go either way on all these guys, but I am sick and tired of the bears as an organization being behind. They're a bad example right now because of their three-game losing streak. But what the Steelers do where there's a football guy and he just does his thing, that's one example of a team they should try to emulate. Yeah. And I want Pagano gone because the defense is just way underperforming at this point. Especially as we pointed out last time, and I think it's worth repeating. When you look at those games that the defense really stunk, NFC North opponents who have seen Pagano's defense three, four times now, yeah. that's pretty scary me like moving forward in that perspective yes you, right. you don't have any of them guys fooled mm-hmm. well what would you think if they did that if they brought everybody but pagano back and maybe made a, a, a big move in the structure of the organization but Maggie's well, essentially your coach still
1: yeah i i do like the idea of uh promoting ted phillips out promoting i'm using my air quotes for you well, you listen. There's a rumor he might retire. <clears throat> well, that'd be great too. If whatever way whatever that he's gone and replaced with, as you say, a football czar, and then all right, Nagy, all right, Pace, you got one more year. See what you got. Maybe that's enough to convince Nagy that you know what I need to win games, and the best way to win games is to let Mitch continue to be Mitch, let Laser call the plays. I'll handle
0: the big picture in-game stuff like you said if he can do that i'm okay with that yeah it's just that's why i started with has he learned or not because if he's learned i'm fine with bringing him back to see what's going on it's gonna be tough to rebuild but one more year of the team intact is kind of the scenario although i don't know what you do with a rob or mitch does mitch even want to be back but it's a good I, i was just reading an article earlier about the quarterbacks the bears could acquire and why keeping mitch makes more sense than all of them and man is by J.J. Stankovich, which is such a great name. And I got to say, I can't disagree with any of it. Why not Dak? Why not Dak? Why not Dak? Uh, Are you asking me? Yeah, he started with Dak. Oh, he started with Dak. I'm trying to make the case that the Mitch thing actually makes the most sense right now,
1: based on all the
0: factors. Dak's gonna command a lot more money than Mitch will. Thirty five to forty million, which is gonna be way over double what Mitch mm-hmm. gets per year. Yeah. And I I don't think it's
1: deserved. I mean, I think
0: I think Dak is elevated
1: because he's on the Cowboys and the media.
0: Yeah, maybe. But he like his yards per pass are awesome. Like he, he has a bunch of goods, like next gen stats kind of stuff. Yeah. but it's they do have a good receiving core and the cowboys are receiver. always overhyped but i just mm-hmm. it's it's just not realistic yeah money you no know, Hogs hole we got a trade mac get Dak. and the cowboys will draft a qb well that's out the door now because they're not even a top five draft pick because they, they've won a couple games um <laughs> uh, so and the bears don't have the money for him so you can rule him out okay what about cam newton cam or mitch oh, play mitch, this game with me mitch okay why
1: uh because i've seen cam play this year <laughs>
0: yeah right <laughs> new england is 29th in passing dvoa and yeah. newton has a 90 a 79 sorry 79.6 rating which is about 10 worse than mitch's career rating yeah hard pass all the idiots were like the Bears should have signed newton in week one utterly moronic give it some time he's terrible he can't throw the ball jimmy garoppolo mm. or mitch mitch garoppolo is going to make more money probably yes that's one reason why and but again an upgrade upgraded performance it will be very modest and not worth the expense and by exactly. the way when you pay him 10 more than mitch somebody has to go right yeah that's All the right? biggest thing money yep I've seen and garoppolo's, it garoppolo's
1: another guy that's not as good as he's hyped
0: well i don't Man. think he's even hyped anymore maybe last year i think he's mitch is this he's just less running maybe a little better arm but he's cut the field in half don't ask too much do the kubiak running stuff the shanahan running stuff Mm -hmm. we don't need to do that with the new guy just use the guy you've got yep franchise him is probably not a good idea but you can work out a deal i bet sam darnold her mitch you see sam darnold throw it out there on Mm -hmm. twitter and on the internet as the guy that they'll be trading you know he's uh Clearly, he's got some
1: talent, but man, he has not looked good with the Jets. But to his credit, he's been with the Jets.
0: (laughs) He's, I think, more intriguing than a lot of the names because of that. Like, I think there's definitely still talent there. But if you're getting Darnold, aren't you going to rely on what you did with him in the 2018 draft? Like, you're going to be like, well, we saw this guy coming out of, and did the Bears bother since they had just drafted Trubisky? I mean, how much did they really scout him? Yeah. And you've already got a first round top whatever you know 10 pick that you're trying to figure out how good he like it just seems that's just treading water plus it would cost you a pick so doesn't mitch make more sense than him it does and mitch is playing better now than Darnold ever has so Uh, vastly better that's the other thing we have to wrap our heads around with all the mitch hate he is now the highest rated qb in bears history (laughs) with a minimum of like 25 starts nobody wants to (sighs) admit admit these kind of things like that's mostly about how bad the Bears QBs have been. right? But it's kind of like the naggy point. Like, they could do much worse, and so should they just run it back? If they're running this offense, maybe the answer is yes. How about Phillip Rivers? No, got to keep Mitch. Phillip I Rivers he, is old. He's, he turns 39 mm-hmm. before the season. It might even be this month or next. He's been pretty decent this year, but he's going to yeah. make, what, 25 million again? Yeah, and I could see the Colts wanting to keep him running. He only had a one-year right. deal, right? And, and if you're Rivers, aren't you going to a better team if you're not staying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just he's, he's chasing a ring. I mean, the Bears, even with Rivers, are not chasing a ring, realistically. Mm. And again, the money means you have to get rid of somebody else. All right, trade for Stafford.
1: Oh, 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 oh.
0: All right, well, now you've got me paying full attention, oh, but guess what's not going to happen?
1: Trading for Stafford. The Lions <laughs> trading
0: Stafford in the division when there's going to be other suitors.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And who do you give up for? If them, like the you know?
0: Niners and the Colts are interested, for example, the Lions aren't going to give them to the Bears unless we make an absolutely ridiculous offer, which we shouldn't do.
1: If they would trade Stafford for Robert Quinn, I would do it. Done.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, we, we got no capital. Oh, my gosh. Next. Jacoby Brissett. Mm, I don't know. I haven't He's seen just enough pitched of him. without as good an arm. Yeah. He's Mitch not starting or, anywhere else. So. You see the point now. Here's yeah. who we're to Mitch or Fitzpatrick. Oh, gosh. Mitch or Winston. Mitch oh, or Andy Dalton. Tyrod yes, Taylor. Those are all career backups for a reason. Guys, Mitch isn't Mahomes. I'm sorry. You know what he is? Better than almost everyone on this list and more practical for where the Bears are at with the cap. He's not better than Rivers. He's not better than Dak he's not going to cost what they cost and they don't have the money that they cost. All right. What about a draft pick? Of course, they need to do this.
1: Yeah. They do need yeah, to draft, put...
0: draft a guy at 17 or 18, the fifth QB in the class or whatever. And he's going to start. I hope not. Who's that guy? Uh... Mac Jones. Maybe, you Mac, know, I, I'm intrigued, intrigued by him. him? I am. He I am intrigued by Mac Jones. Ball. Yes. He also is throwing to people who don't have anyone in the same zip code as them because they're <laughs> so good at everything. Like, it's so hard to evaluate an Alabama QB. Like, oh, look, here's another receiver. Who's got no one near him for 30 feet? You know, it's like... You know, I to make a... that throw sometimes, I think, watching them. But he does look really good. And He's not a projected first-rounder. I think he's late first right now. Is he? Okay. I saw... Like, and is so, Trask from Florida, is he still there when the Bears pick? Do you want a guy who can't run but has a great arm? No. Don't forget, the reason this is working for David Montgomery is they have to respect Mitch running. Yep. The RPOs are working again because the ends are crashing down on the QB. Yeah. And then he's hitting the edge where the end has to respect the QB. I don't know in this league now if you want a, a statuesque QB, although I love the guy's arm. Man, his arm is great. Mm-hmm. Isn't he just Justin Herbert without the ability to run? I, I, I mean, Herbert's great. You could probably talk me into Trask, but he's not. He doesn't fit the new NFL. That's all I'm getting at. Right. So yeah. then you're into the second round or whatever, and you draft a tackle first. Well, is your second round rookie going to start? I think that would be a big mistake. Right. So you want to keep Foles to start then? No. You see the point of the article and I don't maybe it's spending too much time on this but it's important that we set out that there is logic to this not just reacting to Mitch's last couple games this is as much as about Mitch as it is about where the bears are at mm. they're going to go all in for 21 again cuz they almost have no choice yeah the
1: defense is still championship caliber as long as you know you yeah, know, gotta get in the middle of the field, Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you got to get, I think, way better at fooling teams so that turnovers are generated. Yeah, so, that's you good. know what's maddening too? The pass rush has been fine. Everybody wants to get mad at Mac and Quinn, and I know their numbers aren't amazing, but you know whose numbers are amazing for where they were slated to be? Brent hmm. Urban, wow. not with Keith Urban. True. Bilal Nichols. Falal's <laughs> been impressive. Uh, Before he started beating people, Mario Edwards Jr. was having a nice year. Mm -hmm. Sad story there. I hope it's false, but it doesn't sound like it is. You know, I'm saying they're getting these guys that are like late round picks or, you know, free agents off the, you know, trash heap and they're playing good. That's partly because of the attention that Hicks and Mack and Quinn generate. So the pass rush is generating sacks. We're still not getting many turnovers. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things you can do to help get the turnovers is run a better scheme that confuses more.
1: Yeah, we've seen way too many uh, middle-of-the-field completions from multiple teams, especially the division teams, like you said.
0: Yeah, but then, you know, after the Lions game, we're all ready to fire everybody. Like, So what speaks loudest to the McCaskies, the six-game losing streak or the rejuvenated offense all of a sudden by the time they make that decision January 4th or whatever? That's a good question. And I think, well... Can we
1: safely say that we pencil in a W for this Sunday against uh,
0: Jacksonville? You want to do the Jags so, preview now?
1: Well, no, I just um, – that's on yes. my way to the, my point that I think the Packer game is mm. going to carry a lot of weight to it, especially if playoffs are still possible with winning that game.
0: They will still be possible as long as you beat the Jags. You're not eliminated even if the Cardinals win because the Cardinals could still lose the last game to the Rams who are a totally confusing team but could be pissed (laughs) off enough to just stop them. for? I mean, that that game could totally go either way. They could lose to the Niners. Kittle's coming back, supposedly. So Mm. you're still going to be in it that last week, unless you lose to Jacksonville, which is pretty hard to imagine. I can't imagine. They're not going to want to win. So by the time the Bears play, they're going to still need to play. Mm -hmm. And that later game will determine whether they make it or not, I think. And the question then will be, does Green Bay have to play? Mm Mm-hmm since they own the tiebreaker with the Saints, if they beat the Titans this week, they won't have to play. They will lock up home field this week if they win. Mm-hmm. But I could see the Titans beating them, because I think the Titans might be exactly what the Packers don't deal with well. Yeah. You know, butt running game.
1: I kind of want Green Bay to have to play everyone, you know? Because beat them at their best. You know? That's how I Maybe. feel. I'm I mean, it wouldn't happen, but still. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I don't want to, uh, I just don't want to.
0: It's my pride, I guess. I don't know. I, it, is it going to cool. mean much to you if you get in by beating the backups of the Packers and then losing the first round? Or are you going to be like, that was a good season. We made the playoffs.
1: <sighs> I don't know. <sighs> <Welcome> <sighs> Can, you fire purgatory.
0: Purgatory. Can you fire Matt Nagy if he's made the playoffs two out of three years? I mean, you can, would they? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that before. I, yeah, that would be pretty gutsy. Yeah. Oh man, you're going to lose a locker room with that scenario because the players aren't going to be like, oh, well, guys, it's totally reasonable. We lost six in a row and we barely beat the Packers backups. You know, like they're not going to do what we're doing. They're just going to be pissed. So no, you're not going to fire if you make the playoffs. Hey, if let's make uh, the playoffs and play the Saints, or is that a game the Bears can win? Sure. Does that change your desires here? They could. They could, yeah, win. they could Um I mean, Saints took forever to get going against the Chiefs. Basically, mm-hmm. played better in the second half and came up short. Mm-hmm. But Brees still doesn't. He's, he is, he's the one who Father Time is defeating right now out of all the old guys yeah. hanging on. Right. And then you win that game. Let's just, let's just go crazy here. And you Fish. know who you play next? Uh, probably Green Bay. Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. But this Let's maybe beat him be... to get
0: in and then we'll beat them to send them home. Let's go.
1: That would be pay, uh, payback from 2010 when uh, yes. the
0: Packers got in because they beat the Bears week 17. It would.
1: Now mm-hmm. that would
0: save everyone's jobs. Yes, it would. Yes, and I'm totally dreaming yes. it's none of that's going to happen. Nope. Because they're going to lose to Jacksonville. It's the most Bears thing they could do. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. You know, ticked off jacksonville fans would be if they won this week
0: i'd be mad because i don't want uh poor trevor lawrence to go to new york because we'll never hear the end of him if he's a big market trevor lawrence yeah I i know it's a global league and it doesn't really matter that much he'll still be filthy rich no matter what but like the hype surrounding him will be more annoying if he's associated with a new york team that's very true
1: yeah
0: if he goes to the, if he's, if it's the Jags, does he stay? That's the other thing I want to see. Like, what do you be like? Eh, you know what? I think I'm going to play another pull year. Pull a John Elway, maybe. Pull a Andrew Luck did it. Oh,
1: is that? Well, I didn't remember that.
0: Yeah, because everyone's like, why would you do that? And he wanted to go back. So he went back. Mm. Bring on the tank in 21. Lawrence is staying. <laughs> Blow it up.
1: <laughs> Boy, that would be interesting. All oh, these
0: coaches keep their jobs and then Lawrence announces he's staying for one year and then a bunch of teams blow it up <laughs> like in February. That'd be yeah. hysterical. Oh, uh, it's not the timeline. We'll know what he does. It's like as soon as their season's over, but still it's funny to think about. Um, so I don't know what else to say about the Bears. They're very confusing and that three Bears teams thing is why we're flopping and flipping and mm-hmm. confused. And usually I pick on people doing that, but I think this year's Bears team is invited us to be confused.
1: It's been remarkably three different teams, too. That's the that's the amazing right. thing. plain so, as day. I mean, they were averaging, what, 16, 17 points a game oh, up until so four bad. weeks ago? So and I mean, I know they've
0: played average Packers, D, terrible Texans, D, D, terrible Lions, D, average Minnesota, D. They didn't play any great ones there. But you, they did what you're supposed to do to those kind of D. Right. And they weren't even doing that before. Mm-hmm. Thirty points, thirty points a game. That's I don't care who you're playing. That's good. Yeah,
1: that's that's what you want. So do we agree they beat Jacksonville this week? No, I
0: just said they were going to lose. It's the most oh, bears thing I've ever. <laughs> I got Mike good. Glennon with four TDs. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be <laughs> the Mike Glennon I'm revenge game. Them because it's working, right? I'm on a two streak picking against them and they win. <laughs> okay, the right. classic Jansen anti reverse jinx. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. I can't do it though. It's too brainless bears 20, no, uh, 31. Let's keep the 30 Ooh, going. Yes. I, I want to know where the next year is where they did this many games, 30 times, you know, 30 points consecutive. Cause I bet we're going to go back to never for this one. Mm. So I'll take the bears 31 and the Jaguars. They've been feisty, but I think the defense wakes back up and I'll take the bears to win 31, 16.
1: Okay, I'm going to go uh, Bears 24,
0: Jacksonville 13. You're going back to the uh, the typical score that you like. Yeah, 24-13. What a hater. You don't believe in Mitch. <laughs> Wait, my no. score is the bigger Homer score? Oh, my goodness. Which one of us is the meatball composer? That's me, my friend. All right, let's
1: uh, go on to uh, – um League talk- stuff. League stuff which means Lions Twitter. All right. I got two little, <laughs> I got a couple little things here for you. First of all. Okay. Um, not a whole lot of trash talking on Lions Twitter. No, I think they're still
0: in a state of bliss over firing Patricia.
1: I think so. But one thing I have picked up Lions fans love Matt Stafford.
0: They adore the guy. He's been and,
1: really good the last few years, at least. Yeah, and I, I, just wonder what that feels like to have a fan base that loves their quarterback. Yeah, you know, and he, Interesting. I mean, he hasn't done anything like big picture career-wise.
0: That's a foreign of... thought to us. Loving a QB. <laughs> Here's another one, having a QB who's actually good and still being terrible. Yeah, that's not supposed to happen. At, yeah, we all look at the Bears and make be like, boy, if they had a QB, they'd be just a total handful right and, and like the lions have a qb and they still suck every year yep it's incredible to me because I, a... I i guess i just assume if the bears ever had a qb at stafford's level they'd be his legit contender for quite a while right and yet the lions haven't done that really at all like one or two years mm-hmm. out of his career were they ever a serious playoff threat
1: nope one or and, playoff and look at the texans now same thing having mm. the second best quarterback that's ever touched a football mm. in history of humanity and man, they're bad. They're really bad. Yeah, I like how uh, you know, quick deviation there. I like how well a great quarterback elevates the play of all the players around him. And then with Watson, it's well, he's got no one around him to help him. <laughs> just I hate that double Anyway, all right. Um, I wanted to. Add, here's a, a a Twitter Lions fan tweeted this. I won't say names in case they come after me. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Because they're listening. Yeah, but. All right, Galladay is the best wide receiver this franchise has ever had. How do you respond? No, to that? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was He's wondering, very like, good wait, what's everybody time? On
0: okay, how old is that fan? Because what are we is he like 12? Calvin Johnson, anyone?
1: Yeah, that's immediately I, you
0: know, speak, Hello, He's Calvin the best Johnson in the league for like six years straight, top five, maybe top three all time he uh, yeah. talent wise yeah he just yeah. was sick of being a lion
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and he had barry sanders and calvin johnson two of the best ever at their position retired because of lions and calvin, it's to yeah. tough to get over well
1: and what's interesting about that too is calvin johnson had matt stafford for a few years yes
0: the so, first part of matt stafford's
1: career that, yeah. yeah so you've got the franchise qb and you've got an all-time great wide receiver and you still stink how is that possible Defense, coaches, everything else. (laughs) I I need to clarify, too. He said, Galladay is the best wide receiver this franchise has ever had. He forgot the H.
0: As ever had. Yeah, well, maybe that means something no one can figure out. It could be. It could be code. It could be like QAnon code. I decided to do my part on the Lions segment here.
1: Wait, can I, I read, can I read? I you one oh, I more? You two.
0: I thought you had two. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. I, the the third, the
1: first one was the loving Stafford. That was like a general. Oh, oh, okay. Right. I can't Here, count,
0: or you can't, or something.
1: Here's the second thing. All right, and this is uh, on Twitter. It was a, uh, I think the Lions equivalent of the meatball composer actually. So, uh, but he said this. I wrote it all down. He said, "I know we hate this word. We're all sick of this word." We want this word to be banned, burned for the rest of our lives. Patricia? If, <laughs> if I never heard this word uttered from a Detroit fan, it would make me happy. If I see one more gif of this word, I'm going to go crazy. But that word is the new reality for the Lions. It's a reality that we've all known. That word, tank. Yep. They need to tank. They need to tank and get better for the future. Give the next GM some pieces to work with. Give the next coach, some young pieces to work with. It's the difference between the 13th pick and any kind of, it's not the 13th pick in the first round. It's the 13th pick in the second round, in the third round. It's those it's the talent gap is huge. We need to give the next front office a chance. So I know that we hate this word. I know we never root for our teams to lose, but I think it's time. I think it's time for them to tank and it's time for us to accept it. We've done it with every other team, why not this one? All right? Why not? Who cares? It's time to tank. It's time to tank Lions fans, it's time to tank.
0: They got their tank commander. <laughs> He's ready to roll. Well, as I'm hearing him say this,
1: hasn't haven't the Lions been tanking for decades?
0: Yeah, that's the question. Like, that's kind of the point everybody brings up when it's like, no, losing on purpose always makes your franchise worse in the long run. That's why the same teams are always picking at the top, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if you think about it, when the Chiefs got Mahomes, right, the greatest draft pick of our lives, yes. aggressively traded up after being good with Alex Smith, They they had the system, they had the line, they had all the crazy good receivers and the best tight end in the league, like mm-hmm. – He's amazing, but he walked into the perfect situation because they didn't just suck forever. Yeah. But they recognized their ceiling was limited with Alex Smith. So they took the home run shot and here they are going to win another Super Bowl. So there's something to be said for nope, don't do that. Instead, build resources and then get aggressive and take your shot at the QB when you can. And they did it per- picture perfect. Um, but I mean, the Browns took forever to get back to the playoffs. And even then, Baker Mayfield, they're doing that. that, That's another Bears offense right now, by the way. Mm -hmm. Run the ball, play good D, get your QB to do one or two reads. He's good and athletic, but he's going to screw up if you put it all on him. It's the exact same situation. But how long did it take him to make the playoffs? What was it like? 15 years? 20 years. years. Yeah. Until the Bills got the QB right. They were bad forever. So, yeah, you got to get the QB right. But it is worth questioning whether tanking really works to get the QB right all that often. I think they have to just be ridiculously special, like Lawrence. I mean, the Colts didn't even have to tank. Manning got hurt, and they get luck. Yeah. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just trying to think of like the other guy who was the can't-miss recently. Otherwise, it's mostly been crapshoots. I mean, did the Rams getting Jared Goff work great? Uh, Not until... um, I mean, they went to a Super Bowl, but he's kind of the biggest problem on the team still, isn't he? Yeah, and even he needed, like, Sean McVay had to, like, reprogram him. How about the Eagles
1: trading up for Wentz? Oh, man. How how did that happen to Carson Wentz? I
0: mean, to me, that's, like, the biggest... The talent around him sucked after that first year or second year, whatever. it started to suck. Like, I think the point is, we're thinking about, like, we all want to tank for the pick, but... What if the rest of your team stinks? The QB's not going to be good enough at the beginning, and then you broke him like Carr or Darnold. Mm-hmm. David Carr, I mean. Yeah, I knew what you mean. Yeah. And then the Packers, <laughs> what do they do? Okay, let's bring up the FTP, right? Fred Favre, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers sits for a while. Where did they pick Rodgers? Gee, 25. You know. 25th pick. Oh, 24th? Sorry. 24th. Close enough. 24th. Uh, there's something to be said for making sure you at least have the line in place. Isn't there? Mm-hmm. So the lions want to tank. Yeah, they probably should in a way, but I, you're right. I think, you know, like historically it's, it's at least 50 50 that it fails completely believe... fails and fails for years. Don't
1: the lions always have
0: a top five pick. Yeah. what they do with their last top five pick guys? I don't even you know the one last year. Oh, <laughs> that's they the thing. The corner who didn't do crap this year. They always pick high. They're always in last place, except when
1: the Bears are. But you know, more more often than not, the Lions are in fourth place with the franchise QB. So I don't know. I, and his line here, this guy.
0: There's a lot and, of people. Uh, that, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. He said
1: it's a, It's we've done this with uh with every other team. Why not this one? And I'm trying to. I'm thinking about other Detroit teams. I mean, the Red Wings are one of the most successful franchises in sports history. And, uh, he Pistons, means the other Lions teams or other Detroit teams? I assume he meant other Detroit teams. Okay, did a, it
0: work out for the Tigers? I guess it kind of worked for the Tigers, but they didn't ever get their ring. That's right. And they traded Verlander and he got it with Houston. Yeah. So those trash cans.
1: I know of all of the teams in Detroit to say, well, we should try with uh, the Lions to tank. Like, well, that, that's kind of what your team has done for
0: Ever. half a century. But the Bengals, they've been tanking forever, not right. deliberately. but uh, Now they maybe finally have the QB, and you know what? He got hurt because their line sucks. Yeah. But when you have the number one pick and Joe Burrow comes out, you don't pick a tackle. I mean, I. I think the circumstances dominate this conversation more than people that would just say definitely tank want to admit. If the Bears were sitting on two wins right now and staring a possibility of Lawrence in the face, absolutely lose those two games. Mm-hmm. And hope like crazy that the Jets and Jags get a win. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. what does tanking for the Lions mean right now? Lose two more and twelve? I, I, I don't what know what I that mean. gets them. But that's does he mean I, next year? Like trade Stafford so that you can get the number one pick. In twenty one, that's I don't understand it. I I get the logic of the draft pick, and I talked to a couple people about this a lot. Like, like, and I get it. I've I've been advocating for tanking in the past. I've done it with the Bulls, especially. I mean, that's that's a league where you get the one star. Basketball's different. Basketball's totally different. Football's a little harder because they have to. It has to be a can't miss QB, and otherwise, I think you're better doing what the Chiefs did, the Packers do, and it's harder. But you got to put the QB in a spot where he'll succeed, right? And that's why Pitt, yep. that's what Pittsburgh did, which they're about to have to do again. He looks bad. Yeah, oh, man.
1: yeah, there's, uh, yeah the Steelers lose to the Bengals, and their third-string quarterback. But uh,
0: you know, ah, Mitch, he hasn't played anyone. <laughs> well, the Bears should take that game as a cautionary tale for that matter. <laughs>
1: right
0: but i don't know i don't know i like i get the point of you need a. I the, the thing that wars with me here with this is your historical stuff that we just did versus you need a generational qb to have a chance at a super bowl every year and you get that guy usually at the top of the draft or the 10th pick yeah yeah occasionally but that that's because you have a good structure already that's what they need i think they need to build the line now now that they're picking in the late teens get the line right figure and get a qb late first come back up and get one get one in the second don't reach for one just because because he's gonna suck playing behind the tackles you have although i think the interior we may have something there
1: we're good there we're set
0: there so i don't know i like i mean that's another thing where i've changed my mind because it's just been so confusing with the bears all right, my lion's nugget. Yes, please. I wanted to participate in Lions Twitter. So I <laughs> did what I always do and went to Reddit. Mm. Which I'm calling Lions the same Twitter. Game. Reddit. So edition. there is actually it's great that I forced this segment on you. There is actually big lions news today. Yes. Six hours ago, Ian Rappaport reported that the Lions COVID nineteen positives from yesterday have, quote, left their coaching staff in a difficult situation. Almost all of the defensive staff members are considered close contacts while interim coach Daryl Bevel is two. Detroit is still determining who can coach this Saturday. Oh Ladies and gentlemen, gosh. the Lions. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Are going to have them play a game when the coaching staff had COVID? Aren't the coaches in all the rooms with the players? <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I must say, Lions Reddit is phenomenal. I am okay. having a great time on it. It's funny. They, they are great at making memes. They, of course, have got to be masters of self-deprecating humor or they're right? right? There's one that I like best is Stafford on Saturday when he has to be the QB and coach, and it's Will Ferrell from the basketball movie, you know, where he's mm-hmm. got the ball and he's like uh, just like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I can't remember the name of that movie. Jackie Moon? It's, he's playing Jackie Moon, but what's the name of the movie?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. I've seen the meme, but I'm not a a Will Ferrell guy. I hate to admit it. Because it seems like everyone else in the world is. I just don't think he's funny.
0: I think his movies are very hit or miss for me.
1: Mm. Yeah. um,
0: So anything else you got on the Reddits there? No, just laughing at that meme in various forms. There's another one where Stafford looks like he's like a 1920s quarterback. (laughs) <laughs> player coach. Like George Hales, even though he was a quarterback. Yep. Yeah, Curly Lambeau was a player coach for a long time for the
1: Packers. Yep. So.
0: I have one more topic for us, though. Yes. It doesn't come from the Lions, Twitter, or Reddit. That's okay. Pro Bowl. Oh, yes. Let me, let me give you a hug. I know you're upset about it, too. Thank you. Thank there you we much. go. Yeah. The, the COVID Zoom hug. Oquard got screwed. Yes, he did, big I, time. I, I don't know how. And that's that not happened. a homer take. That is a statistical take. Yep. Yeah. Uh, doesn't he lead all linebackers and tackles for loss? Yeah, he's got like ten more than the guys that made the Pro Bowl above him. And part of it is they only pick two like middle linebackers, which seems a bit low. And by the way, he's not going to make it as an alternate because there's no game this year. <laughs> wow. He still I'm has just, a shot at All-Pro. I wonder how many times it's happened that you I was going to ask pro, you, how much pro does Pro Bowl play into All-Pro selections? Is, I, I guess we'll know soon, right? Yeah. And On the I, other side, did Mack really deserve it? Was that name recognition? He's got eight sacks and a couple strips and a pick, so it's a little closer than the eight sacks would make you think. There's, probably, yeah. there's definitely people with more sacks, but do you want mm-hmm. a guy with a career year making it over established stars? Baseball always has this debate because they do it in the middle of the season. Right. Mm. But you could you could maybe say Mac didn't deserve it, and I think Cairo Santos got screwed, although yeah. he's been terrific.
1: Mister Twenty Two in
0: a row, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's on wood, yeah, and they needed him to uh, to win last week. I mean, he nailed what a three or four field goals against. Minnesota? And he was
0: clutch. That was a big yeah. game. Hey, Rob, did a Rob deserve it? People are saying he uh, was a sub. Yeah, I. No, you know what, come know. down with those jump balls early on right. instead of turning him into ints, and you're going right. to have a huge pile of yards and a couple more TDs, and you won't have to worry about it. Correct. I think his his sluggish performance at the start of the season came back to haunt him. And I look at the guys who made it over him, and it's like, yeah, they're all playing better. But I look at the guys ahead of Roquan. Yeah, I don't cannot say either. that. What do they have more of, in, interceptions or – Nothing. Uh, what, One that, guy <laughs> has a couple more tackles, and I think they, Bobby Wagner's got the Khalil Mack name recognition going on, only it's much worse in case of it, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's got to be a case of not actually watching, because yeah. when you watch the Bears defense,
0: Roquan is a bullet. He's just, oh. I mean, sometimes guys do get in on name recognition, and we, we obviously are close to that if we're not already um with Mac. Mac actually said, according to Fishbane, when he found out Roquan didn't make it, that's crazy. Wish I could give him my bid. Roquan is a special player and person. I agree. Finally, my friend, the Waniism from the week. <laughs> we have we have Harkins <laughs> calling Sam Mustafer Max, Rustifer. Max Rustifer, yeah. And my cousin told me about this. I went back and listened to check it because it was too good. Wani. Called Cody Whitehair, Whitey Coat Hair, which is amazing, and it's Wani. Oh, so uh, do uh, Whitey, Whitey Whitey, Whitey Cor- I can play. He <laughs> got a knee.
1: Oh. oh, my gosh! Did you see his
0: pancake on the touchdown run? Whitey Coat Hair dominated. That Whitey, that's amazing. That's him and uh, him and Max Rutherford is a good core. I, I think we should just run with it for both of their names.
1: <laughs> I do like Whitey Coat here. That's, that's Whitey Coat here. Thank you, Coach Wani.
0: <laughs> beautiful thing.
1: Thank you, Coach Coach Wani. So our pod friends. is back to being full of good cheer and laughter. Yeah, he just seems like a cool guy. I mean, I wish he wasn't such a bad head coach for the Bears back then. Yeah, day. he's uh, so funny. All right, All right, I, I, got I like Rick
0: Meyer more than Eric Kramer. We're going to trade two first-round picks for Rick. Oh, my gosh, that hurt. He should never have been GM. That was the real problem. Right. All right, yeah. some more fun nuggets. The only starting QBs with zero interceptions when facing pressure are two QBs. Okay. No interceptions under pressure. Can I guess? Yes, I'm trying to get you to guess. Okay, uh, well, I would guess Rodgers and Mahomes. Rodgers and Trubisky. <gasps> Mitchell Trubinsky? I'm telling you, there are some scenarios in my mind where I'm like, wait, he's doing certain things that elite QBs do. Is this real? Like, I just don't want to fall for it. But, like, he's a different QB with the offense running the way it is. And and this reminds me. This reminds me, Anthony Heron said... Oh, I uh, love Anthony Heron. He
1: he said when uh, the switch was made back to Trubisky, he said, I think we're going to see the best Mitch that we've ever seen. I think this benching is going to have been good for him. And he was right. Holy cow, has he been right. I mean, I wanted him to be right, but he was definitely right because Mitch, I mean, it's not just that Mitch is cutting down on the mistakes. He looks more confident. He looks more... Uh, It looks like the game has finally slowed down for him. He always seemed like, like crazy hectic, and he seems much more. All right, let's relax. We got this. He does. We didn't see that
0: before. And there's been, uh, I think, uh, a shift there that's worth thinking about. I don't know how you could really quantify it. You know, like how do we make a decision off of it? That's why I go back to: Did Nagy learn his lesson, and will he continue to do it? Because if so, then I want Mitch back wearing this offense for one more year, because they got no real good way to blow it up anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, other nuggets. Nuggets. The PFF, who I think is mostly nonsense on certain positions, like really bad with linebackers. But <laughs> over the last six weeks, Charles Leno Jr. is the fifth highest graded offensive tackle in the league. Oh, that's gotta be. How do you how? Uh, well, I got to think in six weeks, okay, so we go back. I could go back three or four and be like, I don't think he's played bad the last three or four. Five or six, you've lost me. But he did. He was definitely not a problem Sunday. He played good against the Texans, too. It's, uh, he must be doing better in the running game, too. I don't know. Let's keep like, Leno. I knew. Extending. All right. Here's a better one. <laughs> You'll like this one better. Okay. I didn't like the Leno one. Right guard Alex Bars has allowed a pass rush pressure since week 13 against the lions that's zero pressures in 65 pass blocking snaps against the texans and vikings wow that's really impressive and he's going to be your backup guard next. how does this season look if he's playing over richard coward sooner yeah there's
1: another thing why did that take so long mr naggy man naggy's
0: mistakes are so huge and now their successes look huge and it's just so confusing yeah, between him and uh... him in the Lions game because he's the guy who got beat on the blocked extra point. And if they don't miss that, then they're up four. You see where I'm going with this? Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jaguars yeah. coach Doug Marone says Gardner Minshew and Mike Glennon will split first team reps this week, and he'll make a decision at the end of the week.
1: Ooh. So if you've
0: got two cuter quarterbacks, as we know, you have none.
1: <laughs> David you Montgomery? Think...
0: Glenn rushing... really got to play the, he's really got to want to play this game so sure. we take his revenge on the Bears David Montgomery is all the way up to seventh in rushing yards one behind sixth place imagine if
1: he had gotten the chance to run in oh, eight or nine games this year yes true how many
0: of the guys ahead of him can you name
1: all right let's see here
0: uh, Delvin Cook correct he's second uh, I, oh he's second um oh come on you know number one why am i blanking you're about to be a big fan of his for the week based on what you said earlier uh, help me out here oh aaron nope. jones nope that's number four hmm. you're not gonna be a fan of aaron jones get out of here <laughs> uh derrick henry derrick henry is one cook In- is two jones is four three is tough Ooh. James Robinson of your Jacksonville really? Jaguars, who by the way is, I believe, out for this week. Oh, that's good. Then that's... It goes Jones Chubb and one yard behind Josh Jacobs. Writers won the trade is David Montgomery.
1: Wow.
0: I am now fully invested in David Montgomery finishing ahead of Josh Jacobs in the rushing race. Nice. Speaking of Derrick Henry, how about that stiff one?
1: Oh man. <laughs>
0: Somebody needs oh to, like, montage gosh. Derek Henry runs with Jim Ross from wrestling.
1: Good God, the carnage.
0: <laughs> His name is John Cena.
1: Um, yeah, oh, if Derek Henry could stiff arm a couple cheeseheads, that would be, I would weep tears of joy, my friend.
0: Here's the perfect scenario. Follow with me. Okay. Derek Henry heading out of bounds. He gets shoved out of bounds into Aaron Rodgers, who just <laughs> by default, he stiff arms into their coach. Nice. And someone is injured for the rest of the season. Yeah, that would be nice. That, be nice. that would be good. Those are some nice nuggets, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, so okay, I'm out. Oh. Of nuggets, I think. I could probably keep going, but we're losing people probably. That's <laughs> all right. So do we need to do a show post-Jaguars? Or uh... I hope not. It should just be an easy beat down, right? I would hope so. If it's not, then we got our answers. We're cleaning
1: house if they lose to the Jaguars somehow.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's the post-game fire, everybody. So I say no. We'll see maybe. I mean, it's more interesting to me what happens in the other games because that will affect how things are going to play out the following week because you hope the Jaguars game – the players sound like they're saying the right things. Bilal Nichols said that, you know, they're scrappy. They don't ever get blown out. We're taking it seriously. Um, you know, you would hope that that's a win and then see where your Cardinals and Packers scenarios are at going into the final week. We at least have meaningful football. We do. December. There's next. where our bar is as depressed Bears fans. Next week's show, then.
1: Next uh, week, midweek, next week when we talk, that's going to be a lit show because there's going to be is. so
0: much on the line. Ooh, yes. All right, man. All right. Thanks as a always. Merry, Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas, and uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, before the new year, and talking week 17, and how we can squeeze the Bears into the postseason. That's right. All right. Happy holidays. We'll have some questions answered after the Bears-Jaguars game Sunday. Honestly, I don't see how they can lose this game, and... Uh, it's more so because I can't imagine Jacksonville trying to win this game. I think they're going to do everything they can not to just for that shot at Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but we'll also see things are going to be very interesting if the bears win and the Cardinals lose because we go into the final week of the season with the same record. The bears will have the tiebreaker, which is just wow. Amazing that after a six-game losing streak, they could still sneak into the playoffs Um, If Tampa loses their next two games the Bears would have the tiebreaker over them now this is assuming the Bears win their last two games, so um, I think the Bears could get as high as the sixth in that case if they win their final two games, but probably the seventh which means they get uh, Green Bay or New Orleans first round yay <laughs> oh boy so uh yeah we'd love to see the saints reclaim that one spot but uh, i don't know if that's possible anyway thanks again mark for joining me thanks again for listening everyone and this is uh, um we're recording this just a couple days before christmas so i hope everyone has a happy safe christmas holiday and we will talk to you again before New Year's, to talk more bears and whatever else. Go back and uh, listen to the previous episode, episode eighty, if you're a Star Wars fan. I had a nice conversation with my friend Nathan Montgomery, who is a uh, PhD philosophy student, and so we had some nice, fun Star Wars talk. So check that out if you're a Star Wars fan. Other than that, we'll talk to you later. Thanks again for listening to the Meatball Composer.
0: You've been meatballed. (laughs) You suck, Chris.